0: Not through just our experiences, but that is through the out, this, that's through the reach we have, you know? The awesome. experience makes the reach yeah. in a sense. Also true. So it's not, not to say that, I mean, I did, I, I did go into this knowing that there was the possibility of having an, an impressionation on, on things, you know? But looking at the numbers as they slowly get there, like it's, it's a little surreal on how, how only the, the world is integrated now. You know, technology is slowly becoming one. Yeah. So I guess I have the expectancies of like what the early 90s, late 2000s numbers would be looking like. (laughs) So I guess it's kind of a little surreal when I look at it expecting so little. And then when I look at it, it's like, oh, okay, like, fuck it. (laughs) Okay. Like a couple thousand are being fucking influenced. Like that's a fucking, that's it's kind of big, dude. That's, I don't, I don't know. To me, that's just something that I, I think a lot of people have to continue to pay attention to as they continue to
1: grow you know but that's like part of what we talk about is self-awareness right yeah you know like you never really know what you say what you do where it'll go right right but that's all part of self-awareness and we we try to teach that and and what we talk about in our experiences and that kind of stuff you know
0: I mean what when when does somebody get to the point where they where they keep like because let's be honest man and th- maybe this is just me speaking but i I think that once you start having a fucking flow of around a million legitimate followers like you know that I know a mil, I know I know a million's not a lot nowadays you know what I mean like No,
1: but it is though.
0: But it is. And what I'm saying is there's a lot of people that get to that point and I think that that there as a population and us as a community of platformers have to start making an an awareness of you know, when you do get to these brackets of followings, there is, whether you want there to be or not, a, uh, an, imp- an impression that you are going to make that impacts a big majority of the people around the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I get that when people go on this platform or any platform that have a mass following like of a million, and they're like, oh, you know, I'm... I don't give a fuck. Like my job's not to speak up or anything else like that or whatever. In a sense, I I find them very hypocritical because it's like everyone. It's like that South Park episode with the Canadians respect my privacy. <laughs> you know, like uh, nobody like you got a ma- you got a following of million people, but but you don't want to be talking about a topic that a lot of people are invested in. And it's like you want to faint ignorance or you just want to faint the whole ignorance is bliss thing. Like I don't know about it, so I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to do my research about it. But I could be helping with the awareness of a big thing going on. And I get it. It isn't until something that they find emotionally invested in that they say, hey, we need to start speaking up about this because I feel there needs to be awareness. And I, I respect that. But at the end of the day, for you to honestly say that what you do does not affect people once you've reached a mass following, I think that that's very irresponsible of you.
1: But, like, where is the line on that, then? The line is the no, fact— No, 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 but, like, where is the line on what people decide they want to pay attention to and track on? Like, it could be inadvertently things that aren't really the focus of what's being said can then be— you know, fucking I, taken and flown in the wind. Well, I mean,
0: that's when I tell you that the whole independence comes in. Morning, That's when the whole independence thing comes in, you know what I mean? And it's like, there's a lot of things people should be talking about, but don't because of the fact that they have been told by the people that are endorsing them financially. You speak up on this shit and you're not going to get spoken about. Like, you're not going to get paid. We're going to cut your fucking endorsements. You're going to get, we're going to fucking, we don't want to fucking, you know, associate with you and all this other shit.
1: I'm not talking about saying the wrong thing, but I'm talking about the smaller thing outside of focus being said by somebody with such an influence being what people take away you can't control that i get it
0: but it's like okay it's kind of like when we follow back on our shit like because we say something we don't want the misconception i at least me i'll be like look man just because i'm saying this doesn't mean you that's what i'm talking about yeah now granted even just like comedians, man, like you fucking follow, they follow back on it. There's they fucking talk about some serious ass shit, but then they follow back on the joke or the wisecrack of it to make it it's like, look, I'm not saying we need to be fucking doing this and that, but think about it is all that they're fucking saying, basically, you know? Yeah. And that's what makes it funny, is the is the truth in it and the little bit of the bit of truth in it that makes it funny is what kind of stems that seed that helps grow within others. And I honestly believe that ever since George Carlin has been a stand-up guy, has been slowly helping the populace see that a lot of it is really messages being told truth out of jokes. You know? But
1: that, that art of his, he's gone now, dude. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at it now,
0: look at the gen, I mean, as, as, as bold as I am to be saying this, cause who the fuck am I in the, in, in the field yeah, of comedy, right? That, yeah. But as a fan, as an average fan, because let's be honest, like, If the fans don't like you, you're not gonna be fucking. You're not. You're not gonna be funny. So I I strongly believe that the next best thing that we have to George Carlin in the fucking world right now would be, uh, honestly would be Dave Chappelle. I think. I mean, he does hit. Looking at the way he he does his his act, his stand up, even far like even a long time ago, like killing them softly. Like, he's always had messages with his jokes. There's been moments where you've seen the pause and the thought, and then he goes back to making you laugh your ass off, you know? That's how George Carlin was. He would make you... I mean, honestly, George Carlin was making you laugh all the fucking time, though. It was... He was making you laugh no matter how true it was. There was... You really weren't sitting down trying to think about what George Carlin was saying, because it was so fucking blasphemously true. You had no option but to laugh, because it was like, goddamn, it's... It's like he's hitting the fucking nail on the, on, the, on the hammer on the head, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The nail on the head, So fucking. whatever the analogy is.
1: How did we get to this point of talking about comedians? Uh, the only thing I can offer is if, if there is an example of a career choice in which you've really fucked up on something you've said, I think there is no other career choice but a comedian in which you've lost your job by saying something you shouldn't have fucking said.
0: I think it's the way it's, it's said. You know, I think I think it's not what is being said. I think it's how it's being There's said. There's
1: a lot of instances of what was being said in which people never can do the shit. Or Bro. also, like, that's also crazy. Like, people like Louis C.K., like, that was just a fucking action he did, and he's fucking gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean,
0: that's, that's, do we, morning, do we really want to talk about that? I really don't, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like. <laughs> do you really, do we really, as men, really as men, really men want to try to fucking analyze this? Don't want to I sympathize. think we need to have a female on this podcast in order for for that conversation Don't have. want to
1: sympathize, don't want to be I'm a, not sympathizing. I'm just analyzing. Yeah. I'm not I'm
0: just trying to say from what from what the details have been. But I'm saying we we'll, we will get someone else of the opposite sex on here to help with this conversation and the movement in the direction it will go. Mm-hmm. Speaking on that, yeah. How did how the fuck did we get to Canadians? You started it. I know you? I started it, but I'm just trying to People figure out People of influence. People of influence, all that shit. Yes. Um, about how we we talk about things that are somewhat out you know outrageous but we we follow back and be like look you know we're not saying this this and that so yeah um that's all going to the whole fact that we we started off talking about low me talking about low expectancies
1: expectations yeah
0: expectations which is we kind of always talk about that a lot because we've I mean, I feel like everyone's has these expectations that they don't really discuss with anybody but themselves, you know? And then they get mad when shit kind of blows up, but you don't really involve anyone else in your plans. And then you expect the world to work in your favor. Or you don't communicate. Or you don't communicate. Yeah. And then you're, then you're mad because somebody didn't, like, do something you were expecting them to do because you thought maybe they, they knew you enough. I've been in that situation.
1: I've always just in that too, man.
0: Hate, oh, what was the last time you were in that? I mean, it was that was like the last time I was officially like still with my my fucking ex wife, technically. Like, uh,
1: you haven't had a friend or anything do that to you lately. I haven't. I haven't had any
0: friends that have crossed that boundary with me for me to have to address it. You do know, you,
1: Do you even let people close enough to you um, for them to be able to have done that?
0: N- in this day and age, uh, at at the ripe old age of fucking thirty-two, I really don't. I I see a lot of focus on what I'm doing, and like, and, and honestly, I was telling my girlfriend this the other night. Like, I was very surprised with the like all of the fucking drawings and all that shit, because you know this was just more of like, all right, man, I'm, I'm I'm in it, I'm in it, you know. And then like, I I did I do want to tell you while we are on, and recording that I do appreciate like all the effort you have been putting in. From the beginning and in recent times, like, I, it feels like, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like something, just like the gasoline pit got doused with fire. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just, something happened, man, and I just, I, I see a bigger fire inside it, uh, of you.
1: It, it's just, uh, skull, dude. I mean, I, sh- I shit you not, Robin. Like, I would do this job, I would start, I'd wake up at four in the morning. I would get home around two or so and feed myself, and I would just do school until I went to sleep like i I really like i throttled myself in the last couple of months i really i try to do other things I try to use my hands in in ways in the creative outlets i do I try to see people I care about dude but uh, dude i was I was really just uh Really a shell, honestly. But now that, now that I'm, you know, relieved out of that, I, I can focus myself into other things. But again, like with this, I've never half-assed it. I've never wanted to participate in this, when I'm a half-assed it. Not want to care, not want to try, not try to give you the best I could fucking give you. But now that, now that I have more time and I could fucking run on all these different directions, dude, I can, yeah, like, like the drawing stuff, dude, like that was just, and that's going to be a great addition. I, I can't wait till that's till the, that's The there. fleeting idea before going to sleep to, to put it on paper, even gratifying for me to do because it's been a while that I have been able to have the opportunity to bring an idea that I've had in my mind on the paper like I, like I did.
0: I think that's going to be a lot. I think that's going to be a great addition to every, especially on the YouTube channel, dude. Like, honestly, I've been slacking really hard. I need to give you all, I I really do need to start giving you all the login credentials to that shit. I
1: I will, I will, uh, I will probably still try to lean on you to get it on TikTok because really, like, if we're going to fucking fly. Dude, I'm
0: telling you, dude, that is, that
1: is. If we're going to fly, it's going to be from there. That is
0: the, and I don't, I don't understand why you don't have that thing because i swear you with the way you are your calisthenics like you would you would filter through sooner or later all the shit like you just like you had on instagram and facebook it takes time you know damn well when you got a fucking instagram and all that shit dude you couldn't even go to your search bar without that shit being full of nothing but asses and titties bro
1: that's what it is huh? i can go to
0: i can go to my brand new Fucking, This is, like, maybe a year old, and if I go to my searches, because I don't really search shit, no. on my, I just post, you know? Yeah. It's nothing but fucking females that they think I would, you know what I mean? Like, that is what the internet has, and it's not even the internet. It is the the uh, algorithm of what they have thought the age ranges of men from the fucking ages of 16 on the way up to 25 and, and higher is that's all that, because what has been... In magazines and movies and all that shit. Which, in an honesty, it's a shame on men because men have been nothing but the fucking creators of what a, a woman's body and image should look like. That what is beauty defined, you know? Yeah. And that's what really pisses me off, man. Is like, no, no, I don't know what it's going to take for everybody to start realizing that women only want to look the way they want to look because of the way men have wanted them to be looking.
1: That's like something as impression right from from a movie when I was a child Fight Club when I saw Fight Club it left an impression on me the one scene where he was like talking about people on the fucking Calvin client, ads he was like yeah what this is what a fucking man's supposed to look like and that shit like resonated with me and I was like dude you're fucking right bro like you know like this whole advertisement, shit that's what a man's supposed to look like you know bitch I'll fucking look like whoever I wanna look like you know what I mean I don't know that for me
0: that was the band um that was like, my, what what it, what gave me that same realization was from the band Pantera when I listened to an interview and they were like, you know, we were just wanting, we wanted to wear whatever the fuck we wanted to wear. Mm-hmm. This where they came out with like jean shorts and shit. It was like kind of unheard of at the time because, you know, in the early like 90s, motherfuckers were still trying to like still do the glam shit, you yeah. know? So breaking away from that was like how I really like blue jeans and a black shirt, dude. Like that was my get up for the whole fucking entire existence until like, um, you know, I realized in my fucking early thirties, you got to add color and, you know, style to yourself because not to say that everyone's judging you, but you yourself realize that the the clothes you, you don't, you don't it does have an effect on the personality you, you look at yourself through. You know, I am, I am learning that.
1: But there, there's, the, there's the alternation of it, is the, the freedom you can give yourself if you dress what you dress and be what you want to be compared right. to I'm going to dress and present myself in a way to appease others or try to give a persona. Now, let me
0: ask you this. Do you think it takes a friend to be able to help you break out of that bubble of fashion? Because we are all kind of like... Self-conscious in the fat, you know what I mean? In the fashion sense, have you when, when I were you ever was there ever a point in time where you were like,
1: uh, like I'm gonna tell you like this, when I was a teenager I was the same way as you, dude. I was in fucking blue jeans and a goddamn band t shirt, dude. I was the same bitch, dude. I don't know who you think you are. I'm just I saying, am, like, when
0: did you break away from your whole like I mean you still kinda have it, but you I mean, you know, like you still when did you start getting a taste of clothing and what would go with each other? Cuz I still don't, dude. Apparently, I've been told solid colors aren't matching, like solid matching colors aren't a, it's not an outfit, like it's a bad thing to do. Like having a colored pants and then having like a, a green colored shirt, like the same colored shit, tone and everything. I've been told that's bad. So, you know, like my sense of fashion has not is not the sense in what I think Outside fashion would be considered. Mm. So I'm trying to break away from like, wear the same colored long sleeve shirt with the white shirt and the same colored pants as the long sleeve shirt with the shirt open kind of shit, you know? Rolled up sleeves. That's not a good outfit, apparently. I gotta have a shirt that's completely fucking different. It's all subjective. I mean, I guess it is, but I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I think, and this is not to say anything I think I have a very versatile face and hair. So I honestly think I could put off a lot of fucking looks. Yeah. I just need the person that knows what the outfit should look like.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. You can, uh, you really want the rules. You can do shit like Esquire and GQ, man. Those are men that'll tell you, hey... You can't be wearing brown shoes and black you know denim pants. You know what I thought about watching is that Queer Eye for the Straight Guy shit on Netflix.
0: Dude, it's not that fucking bad, man. I no. heard that they give you really good advice. It's though. just not that bad, man. I just don't know shit about clothing, dude. I don't know about colors and what colors you shouldn't wear with what. Or don't. patterns and shit. Like, dude, I'm over here thinking checkers and stripes.
1: You know, like, I got a fucking I need education on fashion. The uh, The only thing I can say green and red don't go together there's certain colors that just don't go together there's some that are marriages like green and yellow green and pink blue and yellow you know if you you, if you can buy the colors be comfortable on the colors that look good on you like dude like a fucking dark yellow i'm learning looks good on me but i don't have those shirts i don't have those colors in my wardrobe but you go through and i got so many fucking black shirts you know what i mean I'm, is, I'm like that too. This is just work, dude. Like murdered out. Like it's it's classic. It's me. Don't know what to tell you.
0: I, I
1: would definitely like
0: to see. Honestly, you know, you know what I've kind of wanted to start getting into is tailored clothing. I really want to start trying to find a somewhere around me that I can uh, get clothes tailored.
1: To one me of uh, one of the conversations I've had with my mom is discussing the older generations, right? Yeah. So her grandmother honestly both of how do i explain so anyways her grandmother um her grandmother had eight children right right and she used to be a seamstress okay and the times in between where she was having a small child couldn't leave the house couldn't work right. she would literally do alterations for people friends people around the neighborhood whoever the fuck it was her and all of her aunts, dude. That generation used to be hustlers. But mom and I would talk about when this generation doesn't pass down that skill, that drive, really. But really, ultimately, the skill. Because my mom still tries to like do alterations and that kind of stuff. But what happens when that generation doesn't pass down the... The knowledge of that ability, you know what I mean? Because how often... It dies. How, how, like how, how many people in our generation do you know fucking alter clothes? You know what I mean? Like, that's like a past generation shit, right? Most people that do that now go to fucking fashion school. And they learn how to do it now because they don't know
0: shit about it.
1: But it's not like you're just going to run into some person in our age group. It's very rare. It's very
0: rare when it's going to be something like you, where you have a fucking tamale recipe that's been passed down from your fucking
1: family. (laughs) Also true.
0: You know what I mean? Also true. If you look at it, it's the same equivalent. Most people would not expect someone of your age to actually have a fucking recipe that's been passed down from families of generations, you know? Yeah. That's, like, the equivalent. Like, hey, I know somebody who makes fucking tamales that is fucking... Res- that, I can... You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here. Seriously? Yeah. Seriously. Like, that's the rarity of it. Yeah. It's because we wouldn't... Most people... We're no Sabo kids, especially. That too. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's all about wanting to. I mean, you know, like, had you ever had... Had anything fucking happen... Any canon event gone wrong in your life, dude, where you just did not fucking care about it, you know? What do you mean? Like, there could for whatever instance in your life, could've been like, you know what, I don't really care what my parents are doing. I don't care about this recipe kind of shit, you know what I mean? Like, for what, it could've, like in an alternate universe, there's a, there's a you... That could have given a fuck less about that recipe. That went on living life without
1: knowing how to do it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, I'll tell you. Like, the one thing was golf. Can I tell you that? Sure. My dad's a dad. What's funny, though, is, like, Dad and I did the same thing, apparently, with, with my grandfather. Yeah. Dad, when he was a teenager, would go out with his dad to the driving range. Dad used to be a football player. He built his fuck, right? <laughs> and so Dad goes out there. He doesn't give a shit about any of it. Just going out there trying to hit the shit out of the ball, right? Yeah. And so he takes me to the driving range and I'm a teenager and I'm this fucking gnarly kid with, you know, hair in his face and shit, fucking, you know, all metal band out and shit. And I do the same thing, dude. Like I go to the driving range trying to hit the shit out of the ball, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's fucked is, you know, he's he's gone now and I can't. I can't, you know, learn how to do that with him drive. or, you know, Pick care up, about it now. Or, or like, ha- have his fucking golf clubs. Hey, but we do. We oh, do have do? two sets, yeah. My, my dad and I, we, we have two sets of his. Fortunately. yes. See, man, there you go. You always, but, you know, but, yeah, that's the thing is,
0: like, you could, you could probably, more, you could probably learn how to do all that. For, yeah, and that's, that's, what you know, hey, the yin, the, the, exchange of equivalent the equivalent exchange is the fact that you got the recipe you know
1: yeah yeah
0: fucking you would have picked up that shit from your grandpa if he was still alive dude you think he would have you think you would have spent any fucking time in front of that tamales hell no bro you'd have been fucking learning golf you were like nah get the fuck over here you ain't gonna be in the fucking especially with with grandparents great-grandparents you know grandparents yeah that's like no, get the fuck over here. You're going to learn how to put this motherfucker. You're going to learn how to drive this shit. He would have taught you what the fucking put all of the all of those fucking golf clubs and shit. He would have told he, that would have been you. You know what I mean? In a, in a, in a different I mean that is you probably in a different universe.
1: In a different universe, yeah. You, you never, know? Right. That but that's
0: I think about that a lot, dude. Like yeah, I what about you? What's yours? The fucking the highly the highly uh sexual active nature that I have. I always think about that a lot. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of people that I've talked to that have gone through the same shit, similar, and, like, they are just completely shut off to the idea of sex. Like, they they have no desire. It's, like, something that they want nothing to do with, you know? Mm. I think about that. I was like, you know, I I wonder, what the fuck could I, would I have been, like, you know, just instances, like, there's a lot of things. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. There's been a lot of things that I've gone through in life that I've sat and thought about, um, like never officially being arrested. You neither. You know, but I've been in, I've ran from the cops before. Mm -hmm. I've been pulled over with plenty, you know, like, (laughs) man, it's. It's a fucking, it's a, it's a thing. Like I think about, it. like, I have no record right now. Like if I wanted to go and try to protest, like, I, and, and try to make a stand for something, I would be the perfect person. I have no fucking criminal record. I have an honorable discharge from the fucking military. You know, even, even though people who know me from the military would have been like, I have no idea how the fuck he got that. You know,
1: you know what you can do too? Huh? With no
0: criminal record. What is that? Medical what? field. You know, I've thought, I you know, right now, dude, I'm, I'm in such a, like I said, if this job update comes and it's, it's like a no-go, I really think I am going to start looking into whatever, it, you know, there's, there's plenty of, there's, there's lots of things that I'm, I'm thinking of a lot of it. The one thing I am kind of focusing towards, and I mean, I'd love your, your, your opinion on this as well, but it would, it would be accounting. I mean, I've thought about it. And it's like, you know what, whatever the fucking sense of money is, until we all decide to just make sure everything's free, there's always going to need an accountant, you
1: know? He talks about accounting, he really like anything he talks about, he, he references it and something he could use personally, right? All of the shit he talks about is like, oh, well, I can do this and go to school for this, but it's like... I'm really, it's like, maybe it could be a career, but like low key, it's just going to be for my personal, like my own knowledge kind of shit. Exactly. I mean, I
0: just, it's more because I want to sooner or later have this stuff. Subs- Not to say that I, I shouldn't be able to make money off of it. And I would, I would definitely love to. It's, it seems to me like every time I go down the route of trying to do something in the sense of trying to make money for it, it never really works. And like I said, in the fucking instance of me kinda just not going in it in the pursuit of money, there goes the fucking phone call. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like I feel like the energy comes when it's ready. But if I try to pursue it, it will continue to be that that much more out of the reach. It seems like when I'm not working towards the money aspect, the money aspect tries to dangle itself in front. You know? That's what I and, and I know for accounting, for one, I do need to know how to take care of my own shit. I got to fucking... We have a business, technically. Mm -hmm. Now, say we, because you're fucking sooner or later, we'll be incorporated into that shit. But that is a very important thing to have, especially with a business going. you know. And even then, I can make a business out of that. I can fucking be the accountant of someone else that does not have the time to take care of their own shit. Personal accountant. You know what you could really do when you get on that accounting level? Is actually go and... Personally, I know what you're gonna tell me. What I would do is try to find people who have horrible fucking, like, who have horrible financial situations and find out and, like, basically help them realize it's just because of their spending. Like, all of it. Sit them down and show them literally what it
1: is. There's a, there's a dude, uh, there's a dude on YouTube that does that shit yeah. where he, like, takes receipts of people and he calls them off for like shit they shouldn't be buying. Yeah. But, well, like, what I was trying to tell be a rotary dude. Rotary? Be- being a rotary, invaluable. What is that? Like you'll literally just like get money just like being a rotary. A rotary? Yeah. What is that? Wait, like when you have to like. When... Oh, you mean a notary? That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. A notary.
0: <laughs> I was like a, a rotary, the, like a rotor, mother. Like no, like yeah. So a notarizer, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted, man, I I thought about that. I mean, I could. It's not that hard. There's, it's very easy.
1: Yeah.
0: I know that. I, I can't have any of my own personal shit done. Yeah. So um, like, but yeah, I mean, I do honestly, you know what? You're very much right because of, 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 you know, I'll talk to you about that again, because that could be, that is, that would be a main reason on a business, especially with helping people understand that you don't need to go through the court systems to be separated and divorced, you know? Being, getting things notarized is very important. It's just just as strong. It is a legal binding document, you know? Yeah. I think that would be very smart, especially if we were trying to help the direction of men go towards
1: shit, you know? Grandma, grandma used to be a notary. Yeah. She used to have people come from all fucking over that she knew. You know, my dad's company, something he's talked about to me in the last year or two of my life, my dad's company allots a lawyer service to his immediate family also reaches to his parents or in-laws yeah um so they're talking about sorting out between my parents sorting out their wills making sure that my grandmother's will sorted out yeah he's also like there's anything you need you know we have a lawyer my my job supplies and saying oh that's crazy fucking oil and gas money hey here's a lawyer for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean
0: there. i mean if you think about it there's so many secrets there's so many industry secrets that that they would kill you over. They gotta keep you happy.
1: You know what's fucking crazy though is I had I didn't have to worry about health insurance until I was 26. Dude. Of course,
0: because you were in school, you were in college.
1: No. No. That no, was my dad. Just dude. because. That was my dad. Just the health. Just because. My right? dad's health care covered me until I was 26 years old, dude.
0: I think my my mother's had something like that, but I had to have been a high. I had to have been a full time student in college. Oh. But I just did not want to go to college. You know, like. I saw my sister doing nothing with it, and I didn't want to fucking do that. I saw her change her fucking degree twice. No no disrespect to you, sis, if you listen to this, you know? But I'm just, I'm saying, like, I did not want to be lost any more than what I already was. And it seemed like I thought going to college was going to be something that helped you figure out what you wanted to do. And in a sense, it does. When you're spending money on things, you have to fucking go and redo over again, you know? So, like, I'm glad I didn't have to get myself into the whole financial debt with school shit. Even though, I mean,
1: I got like eight, I got like eight grand right now, you know, but. That was one of the rare times in which I felt like you reached into a corner of my mind and pulled it out and said it yourself. It doesn't happen a whole lot, but I deeply resonated with what you just said, not wanting to be lost and all that other shit. It's crazy. Yeah, dude, it sucks. That was definitely me at the time, dude. I, that's and when I graduated high school. I did not exactly what you said. Same mindset, dude. You know, you're kind of like already
0: thinking you're gonna fuck up. That's that was me at least. I was already at that point, like you know, like you know, morning, bro. I had already fucking. I mean, if so, like under understand my situation. I don't know if we've ever talked about like the fucking stress that I had as a senior. But like my junior and senior year of high school was the fucking worst transition of anything I've ever had. And I'm not even And like, I'm talking about like that, that was the canon event that really like made, that's another thing, you know, you talk about, talk about, you know, do I ever think about things that, that happened in my life that might've been, went different? Me? Moving back to Corpus Christi at the age of fucking like 17, going to be 18 is like ending of my junior year, like moving. Like my mom went from fucking having this job, she fucking was getting real good money, she was dating this fucking guy that we were, you know, basically it was like my stepdad again, like my the fucking third. The third father figure that was officially in the life kind of thing. Like living kind of, you know, in the household. And like she was fucking, she got pregnant. Like my, me and my brother, like I'm like fucking 17, you know. My, my brother's like, you no, know, I'm like 16. I'm like 16, going to be 17, some shit like that. And like my brother's like probably 13. My mom's just, pre- we don't fucking believe her. You know, like, we didn't, we didn't know, like, so all of this shit going on, the main reason why she moved was because her ex-husband still worked at the fucking same area she was, she was working in, right? And I don't know what the fuck, the, from what I understand, there was just a bunch of shit going on with her job and, you know, all that stuff. Instead of waiting, she listened to the dumbass that got her pregnant because, you know, the Without trying to give away too much information, the guy, the the fucking ex, her ex husband was saying he was the father of the baby.
1: That's mm, it.
0: And you know, mo- honestly, my my mother is to blame for a lot of this too, because my mother should have just kept quiet about that information, in my opinion, because that had no, it had no, it, it had nothing, it wouldn't, it it didn't do anything to disclose that information. Like, why letting him know what's going on in the mix of work instead of just going to HR and saying, we aren't together anymore, I'm pregnant, he's fucking saying that this is his child and it's not true. You know what I mean? Instead, she decided to disclose this information to him and now he no longer wants her there. This is one of the best jobs she's ever fucking had and... Now, because my mother has never really had the sense of her own fucking s- self to stand on, she's being basically coached into fucking moving. My piece of shit family was like, yo, yo, we'll help you out. Well. You come and move. And she, granted, my mom has no fucking job at this point. She's just going to move, and she's the breadwinner. I'm fucking taking an a American sign language class. You know? Fucking as my ESL, because I'm like, I don't want to fucking take Spanish. Fuck Spanish, dude. I fucking hate Spanish. I want to learn sign language. I fucking loved it. I actually was learning a lot. And, lo and behold, dude, my mom drops that shit within a matter of two weeks. We're fucking moving. And I mean, my world was turned upside fucking down. I mean, I couldn't fucking believe it, dude. Everything, like, Like, I couldn't understand what the fuck was happening. I was like, because, you know, and even then, in the sense, we're like, we're moving into this fucking house that's fucking run down, half of it's fucking rotted away. We're having to replace the fucking floors, all that shit, dude. And like, I I think about that to this day. Like when my high school didn't have, the fucking high school I went to didn't have sign language. So like, I had like, it was like, oh, well you're, what's gonna happen? I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, how the fuck? Well, basically, my senior year when I moved, they're like, well, you need to have two, two consecutive, uh, language courses. So they fucking put me in Spanish one and two. That's fucked up. Spanish two was first, and then Spanish one was later. So That's I'm, fucked up. I'm learning all this shit backwards. None, That's fucked up. No counselor, and like, I try to tell them, like, well, we can't do anything about it. And I was like, so I'm learning shit backwards, and you want me, to, and you expect me to be able to pass these fucking tests? So, anyways. That was like the worst part of my life. Was and like you know, eighteen years old, I moved back to Houston, uh-huh. shacked up with my buddy and shit, uh-huh. and like that was I was a real bad guy at that point. Like my he was a bad guy, huh? dude. Well, when I moved back, you know, after this was my you know the, towards the ending, this was like mid mid, uh, fucking, you know, mid 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 year of my senior year, I get with this person from high school, you know. She ends up getting kicked out of her fucking house when I mean, she's white, bro. Like, mm. this was crazy. She wasn't like trashy white. Like, she was, like, she was fucking smart, dude. Like, she was actually really smart. Mm. She had fucking like 30 something college hours by the time she graduated. Like, she was, like, really in there. And, you know, I honestly just, it was just being too young to understand what either of us wanted. I didn't go into the military because of her. Like I was gonna go fresh out of the fresh out, like eighteen years old, bro. Mm-hmm. Did not go. Mm. Thought about that. That's another. That's another turning point. I'm like, what if I would have gone in at eighteen? No, not you know. More, bro. Love. Granted, it wouldn't have been you know. I probably would have gotten married as soon as I had the fucking opportunity to her. Yeah. Shit, probably would have ended real badly. And yeah. Probably, you know, like it's just, it doesn't really matter. Like at the end of the day, she she left because she wanted to be with her her family because you know she felt like her. uh her grandmother didn't have a lot of time mm-hmm. Grandmother's still alive by the way though so crazy he knows you know, um, a little salty he about knows that. Uh. a little salty about that he knows
1: huh? i fuck yeah
0: i know dude that was a big he major, knows, that huh? was a major turning i lost my job dude like that was a big chunk of me that was
1: gone bro. he knows Huh? crazy you know what i mean <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Dude, you know 2024, what, 2024 still knows
0: that grandma still going, hungry. I mean, I don't know. Last time I, last time, last time I checked, <laughs> it, was, it hasn't been 2024.
1: That's funny. I leave that
0: shit in the wind, though. Like that's that's no longer anything I worry about. It's just just the fact that you know, like there was no talk. It was like I just want to leave, I go home, and but then get mad at me when I'm talking with other like. You want to know the toxicity of this chick? Is when she left me and went to went back. I'm not gonna say where, mm-hmm. but when she left, because this was another state, she mm-hmm. went to go live with her her family in another state again. Mm-hmm. She, she you know, she was living in Texas for a school and shit. Got kicked out of where she was living because her dad had a step. She had a stepmom. Stepmom just fucking just fucking hated her. Mm-hmm. Dad was a military guy. Dad was always out,
1: mm-hmm. so you know she just fucking moved,
0: moved her shit in with me. I understand weird anyways but yeah dude and then like fucking she leaves i'm on facebook you know i'm i'm just being a whore you know i'm being a slut it's what it's what you do when you get into a breakup you know like fuck it you know it's uh and um she fucking logged into my fucking facebook dude i didn't change my shit because it's like i didn't understand the toxicity of her at the time but dude she fucking didn't she fucking made my life horrible (laughs) Another one, dude. Another one that made my life fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Because of the fact that, like, she saw me moving. Like, I don't understand why women think that men are supposed to be fucking hurt after they leave them after they're the ones that got left. You know? <laughs> like, bitch, you left me and you want me to be fucking hurt? Like, you're mad that I'm with someone else right now or I'm just, or I'm just, I'm giving somebody the dick appointment. And you don't like that?
1: That's yeah, that's that toxicity. You (laughs)
0: you know what I mean? Like, how fucking dare you? Yeah. Like,
1: I can't have you. Nobody can.
0: That's what happens when you fuck chicks too good, bro. Sorry Uh to say it. Yeah, dude. A lot of women who've never had good sex before don't know what to do whenever a guy like that doesn't want to be with them anymore. I, I find that women do base a lot of shit based off of how good the performance of sex is.
1: I've had her whole relationship based on the uh, frequency of sex. How about that? I know, I I know, you know,
0: you want to know the, one of the biggest, and this is, I've talked to plenty of women about this. The biggest thing that makes a woman cheat is the fact that the person that they get with next does not perform in the same sexual uh, performance as the Previous, previous person, yeah, and that's like the sexual unsatisfaction of it is what causes them to go back and cheat with the guy that they was that they were fucking before. But that's what happens when you give somebody the time and opportunity to learn your body and your likes, you know. True. So, ladies, learn. Maybe just think about that for a second. Guys, also learn that it's not all about how you feel and what you want because your stimulation is second when it comes to being with a partner. Called intentiveness. Because when you are attentive to her needs, she will be attentive to yours. Unless you're into fucking pillow princesses, you know? I don't always do. Pillow princesses are something you got to be aware of. And they got to be aware of that shit, too. If you aren't fucking around, if you aren't, if someone's not aware, as aware of themselves as you are of yourself, you're going to have a bad time. Unless you're going into this knowing you're going to be coaching somebody and teaching them how to be more aware of themselves, you don't, you can't get mad. Fellas, fellas, men, you can't get upset if you know someone isn't at the level you are of emotional intelligence. But then get mad when they're not, when they don't respond the way you expect them to. You have to help them get to that level. That's your if that's that's your responsibility if you're wanting to be with somebody. It's not your responsibility, you know, at the end of the day. But if you want to be with someone. And you legitimately see the best that they can be or whatever it is for themselves, not, not for you. That's when you decide to help them be that person. Hey, I noticed that, you know, when you get upset, you kind of don't like to hear any other suggestive choices other than the ones you, you think are the ones of the options. You know, I don't think that's very fair, especially if I'm going to be somebody who you should take into consideration's words, you know, if I'm with you. Because you want to be with me, I would expect my words to be considered, taken into, like, recognition. Hey, maybe this could be something I do look at different. But if you're going to be upset at me because I'm, I'm thinking you're just doing something wrong, then we're going to have a problem. Yeah. You know? That's very hard for a guy to do because most of the times that shit's met with confrontation. But the guy's got to understand that you got to walk away from that. Yeah. You're you're always going to be that guy that don't give a fuck, you know? You're always going to be that that guy that's insensitive, that that abandoned. You're always going to be that guy unless you make it very clear and probably get a fucking recording of it honestly. Because let's be honest, man. This shit can go south very quickly. I'm not saying it's what women do a lot, but the last thing you want is to have an allegation of how things ended and you would I would rather have a documentation of how that shit goes, you know? Hey, there was no bad blood when this shit ended. Here's how this conversation went. There was no fuck you or any of that. I didn't do anything to make her upset like that. Mm -hmm. You know? You gotta gotta be able to watch your back, dude. And it's sad. I tell my dude, I get get so upset. Because, you know, as having daughters, I tell them, lying is not a fucking laughing matter. Lying's very fucking, you know, telling the truth is very important. Not making shit up is very important, especially because you could affect someone else with your lies. Not to say that I, I'm not going to believe my daughters, but I really just need to know that whatever they're telling me is the absolute truth, mm-hmm. not whatever you're telling me I'm going to believe just because you're my daughter. Yeah. That's a hard fucking, it's a hard thing to teach your kids Yeah. because right now they don't fucking understand that. It probably my, prob- my oldest probably won't understand that until she gets in trouble. And yeah. I can't help
1: her anymore. Or you go into counseling later. Yeah. Whatever comes Hopefully. First. Hopefully it's the counseling. Hopefully.
0: But, uh, yeah, dude. Let's uh, talk a little bit about what you said... What you had sent me in the voice message. You remember?
1: <laughs> uh, this goes back to, um... Uh, you, you hit on this topic earlier. You hit it twice, really. Talking about emotional intelligence and if you want to be up with somebody and all that kind of shit. Um... But yeah, you did. Talked about, you know, if, if you're wanting something out of somebody, you have to communicate. You can't be ex, you know, can't be ex, upset if you're expecting something out of somebody, right? And you don't communicate it. Yeah. Essentially what happened, dude. I mean, I have a friend that we never, uh, we never really talk, you know, we don't see each other anymore. <laughs> We've been in and out of each other's lives, really, you know, but I always support, always ask, need anything. I care. I reach out. I never get reached out to. I never get asked about what the fuck I'm going through. Right. But I still try to at least go one way and reach out on all that shit. But I got this person a birthday gift and the birthday gift had broke. Right. So I replaced birthday gift and I had it. And the amount of red flags I had to go through. Good morning. Um, of the really agoraphobic person that just has anxiety thinking about leaving their apartment, right? So, it really came to the terms of, I have to reach out and make plans day of. How much of a red flag? Just on, based on that is like, you can't plan because you don't know how you're going to feel or if you want to fucking leave your apartment to go do something. I have to reach out day of to see if you really want to see me, right? Yeah. But then, oh, then, but then it's like, then then do you even really fucking care about me if that's what it's already if that's what it already is if I'm already under like the fucking but anyway, dude. So then I I reach out and I have a day. Yeah, that sounds great. If you if you see me right, and I go over to give this gift, you know this replacement birthday gift, and. Sitting on a living room floor playing with cats and this person's talking about, uh, you know, shit with politics, things about the world. She talks about how... Superficial shit a little bit. Oh, very much so. But even more so, I mean, she ends up talking about how she fucked up getting sick one time and not putting paid time off and not getting paid for the two days that she missed. And she's like... She was 300 in the hole, overdrafted at one point. And um, so talking all of this stuff and gets to a point where she's talking about getting a second job, right? She has an interview at a burger place and then she starts talking about burgers. She's like, oh, I'm going to go get a free Whataburger, right? She has an email for a free Whataburger, sits on her couch, on her phone. I'm just sitting here playing with fucking cats, right? And so I'm like, well, did you want to move on with your day, I guess? If you're going to be on your phone, you already have a meal. I'm not included, right? I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to go home. I mean, you're going to be all right? Right? You know, are you good? You're going to get the free water burger? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go home because I haven't fucking eaten all day. It's four o'clock. I've been up since four. You know what I mean?
0: All right.
1: And so... I follow up about a week later about the job interview, right? And the job interview didn't happen, but this somehow opened a portal about how this person was upset that I did not offer to feed them that day. Upset because they're like, you fucking left my apartment and you went to go get something to eat and you know that I'm struggling with money. And uh,
0: so basically, I do you understand the direction that she was trying to take?
1: What she ends up talking about, I'm sick and tired of men that quote-unquote want me and lust after me, but don't want to help me when they know that they're struggling.
0: So, also, do you understand the direction she was trying to take? What was the direction? The direction, and and again, this is going back to the earlier on the podcast, is nobody can read your mind. The direction she took was the notion that she made was supposed to get you to just, oh, Don't worry about the ticket. I'll go and take you out to go eat like she was expecting her notion to trigger you into saying, you know what? You don't have to use that. Save that for another time. You can get a free. You can get a meal from me. Let's go get something to eat. She expected that reaction out of you, not the defensive one, which is not to say you were in the wrong. Because let's be honest, she, if she shouldn't have been as rooted as to already, exclu- like you said, exclude you from the meal and be like, I got a fucking free thing and I'm gonna, you know, go sit on the couch and shit. Granted, she was probably expecting you to engage the moment she said, I got a free water burger thingy. To be fair, she should have fucking explained, she should have been more explain, you know, ex- explained- I asked- Okay, well, if you asked and she, she did all that shit, then that's on her own, you know? She expected you to, to really go out of the way and say, no, don't worry, no, don't, don't order it. Like, let, you know, that's the kind of shit. You are past that point in your life. She's using a manipulation tactic that did not work. You didn't see it like that. So she got upset and she couldn't let it go. So she had to fucking, she had to go and open up on. That's what all that was. That, it was nothing about, she, she's, she's more mad at the fact that There's probably some guys that are trying to fuck her That don't want to help her with money Because they don't see themselves Trying to actually be with her So in, in her reality She's saying I don't see why guys Don't want to help me if they want to fuck me In a sense You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah but she needs to understand that ain't me Well she, does, she, under,
0: she exp, she's seeing it all as a whole aspect That's every guy that's involving her Right now you know what I mean? Every guy that she's... That every guy that's talking to her right now is trying to fuck her.
1: That ain't me. But that's her You're opinion. in a relationship also. So well, you I know, figured you had a whole man that would do well, that. Well, the
0: fact that she's saying that all these guys are lusting over... And honestly, yeah, if she's with, a, if she's with somebody...
1: That is the expectation of your relationship. Yeah, I'm sorry. You can't there. impose that on me.
0: Yeah. You're going to have the... You're going to be... Look, my thing is, is you should not be struggling if you're with somebody... Or if you're struggling with, you should be struggling with somebody like somebody shouldn't be like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, hey, this is 2024. I'm a firm believer that if people are raised correctly and you're taught how to be in a relationship the right way, you can be with somebody 18 fucking whatever, live with them, you know, don't have to fucking get married and shit Mm -hmm. and still go through some struggles. You know, you're not going to, you know, you can, you can write up some stuff that says we're not going to get married if we're living with each other for six plus years kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I don't think people should be in the, especially in our thirties, early, you know, late twenties, early thirties, you're trying to be with someone and it's past a year. All right. Try to move in, see how things are, figure out the notations, figure out their characteristics, Mm -hmm. see what facades they cannot hide because after a year of living with somebody you can't keep up that shit mm-hmm. you know what I mean that shit your true colors will show and that's when you can decide whether or not it's something you want to continue with and a marriage is more just like a fucking legal thing like you can do a lot more with um, with a marriage in the, in the sense of taxes and all that mm-hmm. but getting married has no real benefit of two individuals staying with each other you know what I mean has nothing to do with it. And a lot of people want it to be like, oh, if you you really care about somebody, you'll marry them. That's not, that, I, I don't believe in that. I don't know, I don't understand who started that shit, but I, I really want my daughters to know themselves first before they get married. And I really think that no matter, I really think that if my daughters ever tried to get married before 25, I would be that fucking dad that that stood up and was like, I don't think you're ready for this. I do not think you're ready. I I want you to honestly live like for one, I would have to hook this motherfucker up to some shit. You know what I mean? I'm gonna tap his fucking stuff, dude. He may not think it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna scrub his shit. I'm gonna make sure he's fucking whistle clean, dude. I don't. I'm not leaving any of that shit to fucking chance. I'll invade his fucking privacy. I don't. He's give a
1: gonna fuck. know the uh, the exact kind of porn this kid watches, on Dude, Twitter. I'm gonna
0: know whether or not my daughter needs to be fucking worried. You know what I mean? Whether I need to be fucking worried. <laughs> You don't know what kind of psychopaths are out there. There's motherfuckers that are married to people for their fucking whole life and don't know shit about what's about to happen to them. You know what I mean? True. Fuck that. True. I'm like, hey dude, so uh, what's up with fucking figuring out how to decompose some shit? What's up with that? Fucking just randomly you and my daughter got into an argument and now all of a sudden you're trying to fuck, you're looking all this shit up? That's a fucking pretty big thing to be able to have, you know what I mean? True. Hey. My daughter comes to me and said, we got into a big fight. Well, you know what, let me just fucking scrub his shit and make sure he's not trying to do some fucked up stuff. Mm -hmm. Never know, dude. Not to say that I don't respect her choices and her decisions as an adult when she gets to that point, but...
1: This Alicia Keys song is a perfect backdrop to what you were saying.
0: Trust and verify, man. I trust you're doing the right thing. You too, man. Just gotta verify it. That's all it is. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Whether that's insufficient, whether that's insecurities or not, I think that that's, that that's a very, you know, I, I do trust you're doing the right thing, but whatever verifications I need, that should be enough. Not saying you should go above and beyond, and everybody should understand what they're comfortable with as far as explanations go. And I don't fucking have to, if I don't want to lay everything out for you, and I'm, I'm just like, you know, like if everything comes back to follow up questions, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't. I don't. I've lived my life too long with that shit.
1: Shout out! uh Shout out! The time I got a dad's approval on marriage, and that dude told me, "I hope she does marry you." For the bitch to then not marry me—that sucks, bro. <laughs> that All, sucks. Whole family was on board, dude.
0: That's crazy. Whole family. Those are the, see that—that that right there would probably be the. That would be the worst thing for me because then but you like, also
1: then have to anticipate that. Like, what if? What if the acceptance of family is what is the key that drives your spawn away from said person? I guess
0: so. That's true. I don't know, dude. I, I feel like... I really don't know what it was that caused a lot of things to not work. You know what I mean? With what? Just a lot of shit. Like, when you think about, um like parents having an impact on on the kids and, like, the experiences that they have, you know? Mm -hmm. I remember that toxic chick that I had from middle school all the way up to, like, fucking adulthood. Mm -hmm. The first time I went over there, and her dad offered me a steak, and I was just, like, I was nervous as fuck still, you know? Like, I didn't want to be overrude by, like, you know, yeah, let me take your food, you know? Like, that, dude, I was raised to be nothing but an inconvenience. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to inconvenience anybody by oh, well, there's not enough steaks because I decided to take a steak kind of shit, you know? As soon as I said, no, sorry, right, I don't like steak, fucking dad was like, that's just un-American. Wow. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, all right. Mexican is fucking himself, you know? hmm And it's like, um, I don't know, dude. Her her mom loved me, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was about her mom. Her mom wanted me to spend the like, night the first time I went over there. hmm my mom was like, absolutely fucking not. I was like, why the fuck not? Why? Because she was so worried about me getting somebody pregnant.
1: I actually, I, I did. That. I was in that exact circumstance in seventh grade. We're going to have to pick that up on the second part.
0: Second grade? All right, guys. Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Middle school. I got stories for
1: seventh grade. All
0: right, guys. Well, you know what? Give us a second. We're going to fucking pick up on seventh grade, maybe.
1: This is Robin Grace. Got you. All right. Later, guys. Bye, guys. this like, is like this is like the vision I had, and then I was like, oh, it's brilliant. And I was like, well, what if like aliens are just are us, but like we find out a way of like time traveling or going into somewhere like we've never been through a black hole, and that is aliens. Like it's us that like, we've gone somewhere that we never knew existed, and we have we find this technology or something. And we're fucking changed somehow. Like our, like our formation, like our faces, our body structure, some way, form, or fashion has changed going through this hole. I feel that. Um,
0: I, I don't... I mean, honestly, Brent, that's kind of the reason why I want to do like ayahuasca and fucking like, you know, I want to do like a heavy dose of mushrooms and shit. And then what? I really want to see what's up with that kind of plane and physical realm, you know, spiritual, that, that shit. You know what I'm talking about? I like, I really want to try and experience that venture. Would you be willing to try to go on that venture? I've been on the venture, dude. I'm it's talking about like, I'm, I'm ta- yeah, I'm saying now, as transformed and transcended as you are now in the adult body you have with the mentality you've got with the physically developed brain. You know what I'm talking about? Is that what it is, huh? Yes, man. I want us to venture out into the realms that most people are so afraid of doing that when we actually get back onto this side, there will be an understanding of things we probably never thought we would have. You know what I mean? Or
1: at least think of something that you wouldn't have thought you would have thought. Exactly. I'm a firm believer that a lot of people
0: are so afraid to go on trips because it's... It's something that they don't want to be able to look within themselves at. It's something that you don't have a choice but to look in. And if you're not happy with it, you're not gonna have a happy experience. (laughs) To be honest. Stuff, bro. You definitely are not gonna have a good time with that. Especially if you're troubled with a lot of shit. So I tell everybody. I've never done acid. I definitely would want to try it one day, like just because everyone says it's like twelve hours long, sixteen
1: hours, and I'm just like the longest acid trip I had was 72 hours, dude. Did not sleep, dude. 72, I dude? Hope you're ready. You never <laughs> fucking know. You don't have a choice. 72, 72 dude. Hours 72, 72
0: hours on acid trip. 72. So
1: dude. I should like take a week off of work. Literally unable to sleep, dude. In bed. Just <laughs> <laughs> you tried to lay down and all that shit? Just couldn't go to sleep, dude. You couldn't. Just couldn't go. How happen, was
0: dude. that? How, like, if, give me, give, like a, let's talk about that. Now you've got my
1: interest. How is that for you? What do you mean? That trip. Did you go on an acid trip before? Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. It's like you don't know. Like, yeah, it could be twelve, you could you know, you could peak at six hours, have it twelve, right? Or it could be a day, but seventy two fucking hours on an acid trip, dude. And it's not like I took like a heavy dose either. It's not like I was like oh, 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 took ten fucking hits, you, you know, know what took I mean? A sheet? Like, no, hell no, dude. I've never been that bitch. I can't say You never took A little sheet? No, like, I'm talking, I'm, oh, talking, oh, like, shoot. Well, I'm oh. talking yeah, I thought that's what you were saying. I was like, dude, no, 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 no. I've never done like 10 hits at once. No, 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 no. God damn.
0: Boy, came here to party. <laughs>
1: I've seen it though. So, yeah. one little, one little, one little tab. I've, I've def- I've four, you know, and then there was, like, I said in Colorado, it was I had I a dude four? that, I've had a dude that had liquid LSD, right? And so that was just, uh, you know, a little I How ice. is that? It was like, a, dude, it was great. But that's like, what was crazy is because, when you're when you're in it, you know. Like, this needs to be animated. You don't know, you don't know where the shit comes from, Robin. You know, and, yeah. and so then the closer you are to the person that cooks and actually makes it, you know, then you're like, oh, well, here we go, right? <laughs> yeah. I know what's in there because you're here doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? But that was so incredible is because that, and then it was like, oh, this liquid LSD, and it's it's like fucking pure almost because you're here and you're doing it right here in front of me. This is. How could it be any better? I never thought I would have had the... the
0: transparency.
1: Experience. Never would have thought I would have had the experience, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, shit, people Like, we're you forget that you're waiting for something to happen, right? Like you forget you're forgetting, right? right. That's what was so crazy about it. Cause it was, it was just like, Whoo, here we are. Wow. I'm already, you know, the fuck. How, how long has it been? <laughs> and then you go into like, you know, circular logic and stuff. It's was like, man, you know what guys, we should really fucking go outside and walk. And then you're like, you have another sentence enter the conversation. And then it's like, Hey man, guys, you know, we should fucking go out for a walk. <laughs> and then there's like another sentence said, and it just goes and then Hey, you know what, man? We should go out and walk. <laughs> Is this all from you? Circular logic, dude. That's crazy.
0: I would never. I don't know, man. Like, so, do you remember your trip, or is it a kind of like an in and out thing?
1: No, I mean, you know, you remember. You remember. You you should write things down because, like, there's there's certain things like you, specifically the way you think of it. Specifically, the line of thought you should write down because you'll probably remember something like it, but not specifically what it was. You know what I mean? When I smoked salvia for the first time at the ripe age of
0: like 16, 15 years old. (laughs) Uh, Or maybe I was 18. Maybe I was 18. I could actually go to a smoke shop and I could buy it myself. Shout out to Purple Sticky Salvia. That shit was in the fucking shelves like nobody else's business, bro. Purp Stick, huh? Purple Sticky Salvia, bro. And we tried that shit and I swear I felt like I fell into a fucking balloon house of Velcro. Like, it just, I did not know where I was, was I, I did not know where I was, I had no control of my body, and I was just moving. It was just like, I was just tumbling around in this fucking world. In all reality, I was probably on the goddamn floor, seasoning up and shit, and like, it, it was the texture of the carpet that I was feeling and shit, but in my mind, I was not in that room. But, I, it's like,
1: yeah, dude, I was not. I can see it. Fucking hardcore. Um, so what were we talking about? Seventh grade? Oh, dude, seventh grade. That, I want to touch one thing though on on the whole acid trip. Today, there's a there's a DJ called uh, Richie Houghton. Okay. And Richie Houghton did not try acid until he was in his mid 30s. Yeah. And he goes over to uh, this older couple's house, and uh, they give him acid uh-huh. in in the living room, and he ends up on the floor, and he ends up announcing that he feels like an action figure. I'm Plastic Man. And so then he, he ends up making a DJ alias and calls himself Plastic Man. That's crazy. Uh, seventh grade, I was dating this girl, Kelly Reyes, wherever you are. I know where you are, and know you're enjoying motherhood. I hope you're okay. But Kelly Reyes, we, we dated in seventh grade. Um, you guys doxing bitches out here. We, um... What's crazy is like I I, I fuck I found this person on Instagram and I I uh, followed them right Stopped them and no, stop. dude, not even dude like I I found them I followed them and I sent them a message I was like I'm here to remind you that your uh, your MySpace handle was fist first down your throat never opened it never gave me the satisfaction of remembering what one of my girlfriend's MySpace URL was. Um, Anyway <laughs> My so,
0: space old.
1: It was your First first down your throat dude I'll never forget that shit man And um We We I don't know really How I got into that I really honestly Like as much as I dated In, in middle school I don't know how Any of it Really came to be how did I get involved with all these girls i don 't remember anymore, but I remember Kelly and I dated seventh grade. We went through like a whole summer together too That's wild. but I used to go over to her house like she was actually in a house I lived in this fucking apartment. It was tiny as shit, you know what I mean, but um, her mom loved me and all that kind of stuff uh, it 's really funny' it's like you could be the older brother, Loki you know I never know honestly her mom 's too good yeah, probably not too. <laughs> but anyways. Um, she would come over. She only came over a few times. I would feel. I felt like I would like go over there. Her mom would pick me up. Like I went to like her grandmother's house this one time. I used to get picked up and fed all the time. That's crazy. And I'm like, like really like thinking about it and the depth of it. But uh, there was definitely a time where she came over and like called her mom, said she was gonna stay over, and it was okay. And my mom was like, "Yeah, no, you can't do that shit. We're gonna have to take you home." <laughs> That sucks, bro. Your mom just getting fucking,
0: that's, that, that's the whole, you know, that's when you give the whole, you fucking hate me, mom.
1: Like, it wasn't that bad. I was like, no, you're just really, I, was like, I wasn't really that upset. I was like, dude, her mom literally just fucking got off the phone and said I was okay. Mom, why are
0: you doing this to me? <laughs> God, that would have been so embarrassing, dude.
1: I wasn't really embarrassed. <laughs> I mean shit, I saw I got to you know lay in bed and hold her uh, holder and shit, you know. For a little while. Yeah. Doing all that 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 soft shit. That's soft shit, huh?
0: <laughs> you know how guys say, oh that's all soft shit, brother. That's soft stuff, brother. That pillow talk game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh shit. Good morning. What is that shit called? After, after care? Apparently is what the fucking word is, the word of it is called. What do you think about aftercare? What is aftercare? People who basically want fucking cuddling and shit after, like, okay. Is that what you call it? That's what they call it, apparently. Like, instead of, because, you know, to me, in my personal opinion, I, I think that that shit, aftercare is only done with my, like, my partner, like, my actual significant other, like, The person like I would I'm my girlfriend you know what I mean like I only have one there's only one person that I do a lot of unique things with and I don't after care anybody I'm like I'm you know what I mean like that would never be something that I would I would never fucking do
1: yeah but that's it's all dependent on your partner
0: right but the thing about it is everyone asks me well what's the sense of you know what I mean like everybody would will always tell me well what's the sense of dating somebody if you still have sex with other people, you know what I mean? But it's the act of the fact that I don't do emotional, engaging things with those people the way I would do with my girlfriend. Like I don't, like I, I'm not gonna lay down and hug you, or you know, call, you know, cuddle you and caress you, kind of shit, or tell you how fucking beautiful you are, or any of that. now even during, even during the act, I'm not gonna. You know, oh, you're so fucking pretty. like oh my god you know like that that shit's not for you that's not because that is not what i'm here for yeah you know and i think that a lot of people don't understand that and it's like oh you know i'm just a really aftercare person like no you know you're not
1: yeah but i get it but like that's also like dependent on your partner because like i've been with partners that should have just don't want to be touched after you know what i mean like it's all dependent like like the opposite of aftercare like you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I've also been in those relationships where it's, like, you know, required and all that, which I'm good. I mean, like, I'm a physical touch dude anyways, you know what I mean? But, Boy. like, I've definitely been in relationships where it's like, don't, don't touch me. All right? That's weird, dude. I couldn't. I couldn't. Because like, what happens if
0: you're the guy that wants the second round kind of, like, almost a little bit after?
1: It, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying that, like, it's just not, like, when the arm goes around, like, you get fucking, you know, like, I've hey, don't touch me. You know what I mean? Like, I've been on both ways. Bro... You just have to know your partner, like we said on the last one. Bro. You communicate what you're wanting out of the person. You wanna know what happened to me in seventh grade?
0: Seventh grade, there was a fucking guy that was Okay. <laughs> and granted, dude, I have never felt more I've never felt felt more like a bitch than any other point in my life. In seventh grade, dude. Well, in this point, it was it wasn't honestly, it wasn't even Dude, you know what? No, dude. Like, honestly, it's whenever I realized I don't have emotional attachment to females the way a lot of people mostly would. I mean, I can, I can develop that, you know, but, so we're in middle school. We go, we go to the movies. I'm going, I'm going with this, with this chick. Shout out to Natalie. You know, I'm not going to give you a last name, but she had some of the biggest fucking titties in fucking, in middle school, bro. Okay. Like, crazy. Like, every, like, you know, like, there's every one of those people in, in school. So she was one of them. Yep. And like, we always had like a thing. We were, we, for a little bit, we dated, but we like, before we dated, we always like were very flirtatious with each other. I don't remember if this was before we dated or this was like after we dated or whatever. We go to the movies, we're hanging out. You know, we're supposed to be whatever, you know, having whatever. There's a guy that goes to our school that's apparently trying to get into a fight with this other guy because of fucking gang-related shit, right? All right. And so, like, I I never understood how fucking hood environment I was in when I realized, I was like, oh, shit. She basically just hopped and spent time with that guy to calm, quote-unquote, calm him down. Not like they did anything, but you know what I mean? Like, she had. She even texted me later on in the night, like, "Oh, you know, sorry that I, you know, did that." Like he just really needed a call, like basically, like something stupid was gonna end up happening to his ass kind of shit. I was like, "Yeah, you know, like it's no problem, it's whatever." It was actually a movie I really enjoyed, and you know, I forgot what movie it was, but it was honestly in my mind, it was just resonating with me because honestly, there was the what resonated with me was at one point in time, he was they were behind me, right? And this guy, like, kicked the back of my seat, and it took everything in my in my fibers to not turn around and just start beating the fuck out of this guy. Because anybody who knew me in middle school knew that I was I was not that guy. I, I was walking out of I was that kid that walked out of the classrooms and I said, "Come on, motherfucker! I'm outside now." Like. I was not that kid to fuck around with. I didn't I didn't give... Like, that was probably the only kind of warning you were going to get. If you were in my face, I was fucking swinging on you or I was headbutting. And I don't know what it was inside of me that made me actually feel pity more than anger. I was like, this guy's really just trying to get any kind of win he can get. You know what I mean? And it's like, I realized that that's... I don't have to bring myself down to that stage. And, like, honestly, I just realized, like, I don't have an attachment to a lot of women unless they they really do mean something to me, you know? Mm. And, like, a lot of guys would want that woman. You know, like, a lot of guys, I feel like, would have taken the situation differently. Like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? You came here with me, kind of shit, you know? Like, they'd be so offended at the fact that that happened to them instead of just realizing, like, it's really nothing to even fucking worry about. You know what I mean? It's all perspective, sure. Oh yeah, like down the road, where did that, where did I get? I really don't even know what the fuck's going on with that guy now. Like I've never, I don't even. He might be on my friends list still, but I don't, I don't keep up with shit like that. But I do think of random things like that from time to time. Instances in my life, like what would have transcended me, dude. Like hindsight, you know, because we don't ever really expect to be in the same situations again. But I do like to try to figure out what, how should I perceive with this, you know. Cause this is Texas now, dude. I'm fucking. I pack everywhere I go. I don't really have a choice. I don't. I don't have the, the luxury of losing my temper.
1: You know what I mean? I uh, I I really went back and laughed at one of our previous episodes in which you you talked about racism being a mental illness and taking it to the streets. And I told you that you were gonna die. I fucking laughed over that. I cried, dude. <laughs> you're gonna get shot. You're gonna die, dude. <laughs> you're gonna die, dude. The first thing's out of his mouth, you're gonna die. Uh, I don't have anything really, uh, on that scale of like perspective, honestly, but I can tell you in sixth grade, I was dating this girl and, uh, we went to the movies with her friend and girl... Goes in my ear and starts talking about, do you want to feel my chest? And so then, I have hand on chest. She was like, you know, fucking squeeze it. Like, don't you just want to tear it off? God damn. And then it was like, hey, do you want to go to the bathroom with me? And I had, a, I was like, well, I don't have a condom, so I just, I don't want to go in there. Dude, shout out to the, okay, do you ever have that one?
0: Morning. Do you ever have that one that you were always like, dude, did a, like, Gonna call it, dude. Like, basically, like, someone you did a bunch of shit with and you that really true. always wanted to sleep with, but you never had the opportunity. But, like, you fucking, dude, like,
1: damn near everything was. What's really crazy is I had this friend, Heather Sarnella. Dude, he's dropping names, bro. Like, dude, fucking shit. Heather, dude, we would hang out, like, two or three times a week and we never did anything. Like, it was just the most odd thing that, like, for two years, I would see this person outside of school at one of our fuck like my apartment or her house like her fucking dad was like this with me so I'm like but it's just fucking crazy like how involved I was in this person's life we'd spend that much time together like I really thought like this is the person I was gonna like end up marrying because it was like
0: that the one like we're like this close to friends <laughs> is that the one friends. that says I hope she marries you.
1: Huh? Was that the same one where the dad says, I hope she oh, marries no. you? Oh, no. That was, like, literally the girl I proposed to. Oh, shit. That was my ex-fiancé. Her her dad was like, yeah, well, I hope she marries you. That's crazy. Dude. I asked her. I was like, dude, uh, I going to marry your daughter, and I want you to know, like, this is my intention with her. And he was like, I was like, yeah, well, I hope she says yes, dude. I really
0: hope she marries you. Were you ever with somebody that just was like, my dad absolutely cannot know about me having any involvement with guys kind of shit? Yeah, have you ever been snucked into... Have you been snuck in a house? Like, yeah, anyone no, snuck into yeah, a house? Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, but that, I don't think it's over, like, based on...
0: I can't remember a time that there was... Dude, a- I can't tell you how many... You know why I got my fucking... I got my reputation for being a slut? is because I would go into a lot of girls' houses. Like, we would walk in groups, and, like... I it was known that I and I don't know if it was like a competition thing within within the girls world but every one of them knew what the fuck they were doing. So like it was like almost like a thing like to get me into their house. And I it was like fucking wild. Like I and but a lot of there's this one chick she did not she could not have anybody over like It was like, my dad gets home, like, at this time, so you gotta fucking leave at, like, this time. You gotta go out the back door kind of shit, you know? Good morning, man. Morning. And, like, fucking, it was, like, all the way. Like, some, there was times where, like, her dad would unlock the door, and, like, thankfully she'd have the top lock. Like, you gotta fuck go. Like, you gotta leave kind of shit. Those are always the worst things.
1: I'm pretty sure I've been in that service since I just can't remember. I can't remember if somebody is so fear of their dad. I really
0: kind of I really do think that there's a lot of girls that I dated that probably would have been a lot of good pairs as far as growing. You know, like the the, the, the level of awareness, the level of maturity, the level of wanting to grow, like all that was there. Except for like, you know, the adolescent fucking biology that kind of fucks you sometimes
1: you know. I just, you know, but even at that age, you never really know what somebody really, who they really were. You No, no, not at all. I shout out, um, shout out my homeboy, Drake. I'll never forget. His mom was a bartender and, but, she's hot. My fuck, dude, dude, I (laughs) shout out Drake, dude. Drake lived in this gated community with his fucking mom, dude. And, uh, I remember one time I went over to his house. We were going to play Perfect Dark on N64, dude. And, um, So I go over to fucking Drake's house and he goes, he goes to his backyard to smoke a cigarette, leaves me in the living room. And I was like, I guess I'm going to go step out to the living room. And dude, you know, out there smoking a cigarette, he's talking to me. He goes to the edge of the concrete in the backyard and just starts taking a piss on the grass. He's cigarette in hand, he turns back, he's like, hey man, so like, what's like the hottest bitch you fucked? (laughs) Uh, Drake's gone. R.I.P. Drake. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Big drinking problem. Yeah, I seen him go all over from, like, his mom. But he was... He ended up getting involved with this woman that was, like... Because we were sucking, like, 21, 22. And he was living with this woman that was, like, 30. Oh, shit. And she treated him good. She really cared. But... He Like, the last time I saw him was him leaving this billiard place with us. He was fucking chopped up, dude. And he just, like, fucking peeled out of that bitch in that goddamn Neon Z. Dude, Drake, though, was, like, probably the biggest, like, word of mouth in high school ever. Because, like... All the girls would talk about like, you know, his his fucking meat, dude. And like he would he would like effortlessly get with all of these different women just based on word of mouth. And it didn't matter like popularity or anything. I
0: think that the I think the one thing that set me off for high school Mm -hmm. was the fact that and I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or not, but it and it was it was probably one of the most worst things I could have done. But like, mine. I gained my reputation straight off the bat. First thing I did in fucking fre- as a freshman is I dated a junior girl. Like, I did that. And I did that as a freshman. I started dominance. And like that was like the one thing. Like after that, it was like the fucking freshman ladies. Like that was there was like that was like you could fucking pick whoever the fuck you wanted to at that point because you're fucking already at the class of you're dating a junior chick like. The fucking hierarchy of high school bro is surreal and then
1: let's get out of high school give me an example in which word of mouth has worked in your favor as an adult
0: as an adult
1: yeah oh dude i mean without really breaking much
0: um there's just people that i've engaged with that that have told other people like i've and then this is I've been told from other people that they have been told from people I've engaged with uh-huh. that I know what I'm doing.
1: Okay.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I get and I don't understand why the fuck the conversation would even be. They, they talk, out, dude. I get yeah. Well the, you know and that's the funny thing is like a lot of my thing is I tend to not dabble with people that tend to It's be, like a
1: male masculinity thing that I fucking don't kiss and tell yeah, shit, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you know. But yeah. hey, word of mouth for me man. There was a a time I was friends with this uh, at one of the stores back when I worked at Whole Foods. I had a friend, and um, she was going through – she was going to get, like, all of her fucking molars removed, right? (laughs) And so she was going to be, like, fucking conked out on drugs for, like, three days, right? But I, like, volunteered to, like, go over there and, like, feed her, like, make sure she was good and all of that shit. Dude, the word of mouth that came back for that, like, there was – I would get approached in the store and be like, "Oh my god, I didn't know you were so sweet. I heard you were, you know, like washing dishes and stuff."
0: And that's how it happened, bro.
1: I had clouds,
0: yeah. Thoughts yeah. there, man. But um, a lot of that was I I dated the junior chick because it was a dare.
1: Oh yeah, did we talk about that before? Uh, i'm not sure but that's like pretty much what motivated a male at that point in time in i mean your life. it wasn't it, no, i mean it was i i mean it
0: wasn't a dare let's be i mean to be honest it wasn't more of a dare it was just more of a guy telling me i couldn 't do it you know what I mean and it was another junior guy and like let me tell you this man as smug as this sounds because like he For whatever reason, he went somewhere. I don't know if it was because he got in trouble or some shit, or like, but he was gone. So, like, in the time frame that I did, like, you know, get with the junior chick, he was gone, he came back, and that's whenever he found out, like, you know, because he walked up and he saw, like, we were holding hands, shit. Nothing was more satisfying. It was like, than the look on his face of, like, disbelief, like, that I actually, you know, did it? It was like some fucking Highlander shit, like, oh, like there can be only one kind of shit, dude. Like it made me feel powerful mm-hmm. seeing the fucking shock of the fact that I pulled something off. He didn't.
1: He already he stated was not going to be something I can do. See, we were the opposite because I actually was just satisfied I was with a girl. You're over here fucking. I mean, I knew s- I knew swinging your fucking. I knew trunk I knew being
0: with a woman was never going to be a problem. for me. Like I knew being with somebody was never going to be a problem. But when somebody, t- when, when, and I guess maybe it's just because of spite, but when somebody tells me I'm, I can't obtain something and I, I shouldn't objectify women as being.
1: But that's, that's what I'm saying is like the difference between us, because I'm pretty sure that's how it started with the junior was like, I'm the, the it's not going to be the same name it was like, Hey man, you know, I think Becca's got to thank for you, bro, but you don't got it. And I was like, all right, bitch. Uh, and so that's how it, it was like the same thing as like what you're trying to say. I'm pretty sure that's how that started. And then I approached, mm. but I was more satisfied. I was like, damn, cute fucking girl. Like I was more satisfied being with the girl. They'd be like, yeah, bitch. Bro. Nah, dude, we're, she, we're different. We're that, junior, that
0: junior check dumped me, bro. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, I, I didn't, <laughs> dude. Okay, man. Look, you know, you try to be respectful, right? Look, as a freshman, I didn't know what these junior girls were about, bro. She was want she wanted that pee-pee right there. Man. <laughs> she, she, she fucking was like, You're too prude for me, man. Like you should have been that bad, dude. Yeah, dude. Fuck, I was and that's because I was a pretty fuck. and I was just trying to be respectful, dude. I was like, I don't want to be like, you know, come off as that freshman, but I guess that's what she was wanting, bro. Like she was wanting that fucking she was wanting that fucking that's, doggy that's hump get, shit, bro. So I was like, fuck. Yeah, she, but I mean, granted, like, later on, as the high school fucking career, quote unquote, went, this shit, you know, she fucking, she was crazy, dude, she was a, probably one of the first few women in my, like, time to, like, actually grab me, like, you know, grab the junk, which is fucking, you know, it's kind of unheard of nowadays in the women's world, they don't just fucking, they don't just, you're making out, and all of a sudden you're like, like fucking, <laughs> Fucking right there, dude. Got a firm, subtle fucking cup and shit. I was like, oh,
1: fuck. <laughs> my, uh, my junior experience, the same relationship. That thing uh, pretty much undressed me in a storm drain at some point behind your neighborhood. Goddamn. So,
0: dude, yeah, dude. Like, it's always been females that always make... For the first, now that I think about it, dude, I've always tried to be like the respectful one. It's always been the woman that made the moves, you know? Mm -hmm. Unless, like, I mean, now you're fucking adult. You fucking ask and you're respectful, hey man, what the fuck do you like? What do you don't like? Let's be adult about this shit. But it's like, you know, when you're playing the field of fucking childhood shit, it's like, oh no, you guys are supposed, you guys are supposed to make the first move kind of shit or whatever, you know? Gender roles, Women that. always made the first move when it came to shit with me. I don't understand it. I mean, I, I was waiting for the time, but they're like, I guess I just waited too long. They're like, fuck it. Interesting. Yeah, dude. Like, morning, like when I'd give them a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> like, I remember this one time, um, it was in high school, dude, like, no, it was in middle school, seventh seventh grade. Fred, yeah, seventh grade. And, um like, you know, you're trying to do that whole cutie, wooty bullshit where, like, you give girls flowers and you fucking kiss them on the cheek and all that lame bullshit because you think you're trying to be, like, sweet. And, like, a lot of times, dude, some women do not want any of that shit. Some women just want the attention. They want Oogul and you know like and it's not to say we don't all know what we want and shit. But you know, when in the world of being young and adolescent, you kinda of think like there's like a platform and a structure for like every every girl, and it's not true. And like high middle school was the first time I really got to experience personalities of different like girls and like opinions and having like heart to heart conversations and having ones that really meant nothing, superficial, like you're talking about stupid shit just because somebody's like super pretty, and you're just you're thinking it's what you need to do, and you know you 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 just you're kind of really lost in the sauce, and you're just doing the best you can. Sometimes people transcend a little bit more earlier in life, as as far as guys go. You know, you know they say that women, women mature faster than men a lot, but there's a lot of times where guys are on that aspect, and sometimes it's uh, it's even harder to be more awakened as a guy in the world than it is to be you know especially as a younger guy like you're you're like you're in your teens 18 19 and you're really in this plane of like awareness and shit a lot of guys aren't around you aren't going to really be in the same spot so you're kind of like losing your sense of guy friends because the only guys that you want to really associate with are the ones that kind of understand where you're at in, in your time too when you're in high school middle school that's not always uh something you can do you know what do you think about that man something about how you you don't exactly have like the freedoms to kind of venture out when you're in the adolescence of like being in middle school you know i i I kind of middle school was the was when i learned you know the personalities like when women really do have different kinds of traits that you learn about when you start to date them you you
1: you know honestly like and it's it's funny because it was foreign to me at the time and it really wasn't something that i like i actually embraced as a concept until i was like in my early 20s but the girls that read books were different kind of animals right yeah like that was just a demographic of individual that i did not affiliate or get involved with when i was younger and still like honestly i can't really say it's like a dominant thing i read books and i you know i talk to you know some people about it and all that kind of stuff but it's like dude in my dating history like when i started dating like that was just it was just boring to me so like it but it, it makes sense, like, looking back on it, because it's, like, the, the clicks, you know, different kind of, you know, like, I used to run through circles of friends. Yeah. I was that bitch, too. You know what I mean? But, like, what was I after? Like, what was the substance? Like, what? And then, like, I had mentioned earlier, I was like, how did I even get involved with these people? You know what I mean? Like. I.
0: <clears throat> for me, I think it's all mostly about energy. It's either about energy or about the physical attraction. A lot of the times, I really don't have a physical attraction to somebody. Uh, when I used to be in middle school, I was really, I used to be very superficial when it came to like, oh, you know, there's gotta be a connection kind of thing first. Uh, but I guess getting off topic from that shit, I personally believe that there's so much we can learn from different groups of people women and people, especially when you're romantic partners, you people know?
1: People in general, alright, let's just level it. Life is about learning from other people right. in general. but
0: what I was talking about earlier was like, you know, you tend to have an absence of male friends when you tend to get more and more transcended in the level of awareness you have. If that makes any kind of
1: sense, you know? Hey, I wanted to mention something on that topic, right? So I was talking to this friend, and I... Because I, they're going to open... A mutual friend, I'm talking to a friend, and a mutual friend of ours is going to open an art studio. Okay. And I was like, hey, are you going to be involved in such and such as art studio? And they were like, you know, it's a really girly girl. I really can only handle them in moderation. And I was like, "Ah, oh, what a what a fucking simple, brilliant concept. Like, I relate with, you're a fucking man, man. I don't want to fucking hang around you. Like, I don't want to hang around dudes that fucking watch sports and shit, and that's your fucking personality. I was like, dude, that is an astounding thing that you had fucking said to me, right? And again, this person reads books. <laughs> so get yourself a girl that reads books. She'll take care of you. Simple fucking shit articulated. Amazing. Sorry to go off topic. I mean, I my, my girl reads books. She actually is
0: reading the Britney Spears book right now. The autobiography. Oh, yeah. So, you know, a lot of shit with that. And, uh, you know, it's just basically a lot of, I just think... When it comes to reading books, I don't have... It, it, it would have to be something I really want to try to gain the knowledge on.
1: I also, like, want to tell you, like, I just did not give a shit about books. Books, to me, when I was younger, were a fucking burden imp- imposed on me that yeah. I had to fucking get through and judge myself to and pull facts out of... Oh, yeah, I when, hated books, dude. I, I did not. When I fucking read this one book, it's tattooed on my arm now. When I read this book and he was talking about doing speed, what it was like as an experience as a homosexual man... All of these things, I was like, I did not know people could write books about these subjects. You know what I mean? And that's what launched me into being a reader was like, people can write fucking books about anything, dude. I thought it was like this bullshit about fucking, you know, mice and goddamn rats and shit, dude, that can talk. Yeah, it's a
0: little insane out there. We're going to have to pick this up in a little bit.
1: That's a damn shit.
0: Hold on.